0: Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional to learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes head over to our patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com/findingyourvoice and welcome back to finding your voice after 40 this is your host Kenya And this is episode 29, Building Your Wealth, Mindset, and Wellness. This is an interview with Marcella Mullen Williams, who is such an incredible um, light to share so much about not only her personal journey, but to give us all kinds of good food for thought, inspiration, and consideration um, as we consider building our wealth. And not just looking at wealth in terms of money, but looking at wealth in terms of legacy, looking at wealth in terms of our own mental and physical wellness, and how all of these things, a very holistic approach to understanding this whole idea of wealth. Um, this was my first time meeting her. One of our previous guests, Shanae Hayes was like, listen, you need to tap in to this human, wonderful soul. And I'm so glad that we did and that we were able to share, um, such good, I think food for thought for you again, week after week, we're doing this, right? But yeah, this is a definite, um, good one to it really inspire you to again, not only make kind of these financial type of goals, but what are your internal goals? What are your desires and what can you do to propel them? What can you do to activate yourself that may be a little bit non-traditional or outside the box? And I think when you hear Marcella's story, she shares how she has gone about really building legacy in a way that I think is very admirable and is something that you it's not too late to do it Um, she also has her own business so she can coach and help you in that space so you definitely want to dig in before we get into the episode two quick things (laughs) one we started our black her story youtube live show last thursday and we'll be back again tonight it was so fun so fun he, Sean and I talked about are we feet? Do we fear rest last week? So you can go to um, my YouTube channel at Kenya MJ Music. And if you click where it says live, the little tab, it has the different options. You go to the lives and you'll be able to see the recording. We had some good discussion, really good discussion. So make sure you look at last week's, but more than anything. <laughs> set your timer and join us again tonight because we're there every thursday and tonight's topic we're going to if you're listening to this on thursday the 23rd um, we're going to be digging in this whole idea of is it okay to schedule phone calls when it comes to family and friends is that a yes mm-hmm, gotta do it is that uh yeah yeah not sure or is that nah 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 i'm not scheduling out calls with family and friends I don't know we're gonna discuss that join us let us know your thoughts and we'll also talk about some other hot topics and current events and fun stuff so again that's uh, how you can join us is in the show notes but if you subscribe to my youtube channel and click the bell you'll get notified whenever I go live so and then last thing and then we're gonna do a new way the new kind of way of going about our hashtag Thursday thrive Um, But this month, March, if you are feeling like March has felt more of a new year for you, meaning now you're just now feeling a little bit more motivated to dig into some personal transformation or some career shifts or, you know, projects or endeavors. If you're feeling like, you know, I'm just now starting to feel a little bit more motivated or I've had a lot of crazy-ish happen. (laughs) And now I'm feeling a little bit more settled and I can kind of move forward. It's in the stars. (laughs) There is so much stuff happening right now astrologically. And those of you who have done any type of astrology, self-care session with me or workshops, I recently emailed you because we have a special discount um, that we are running because this is a really good time to do a check-in. An excellent time to do a check-in um, if you are interested in getting that special discount all you gotta do is email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com and in the subject line say march m-a-r-c-h that's it and then we'll respond back and give you the link for the special discount um, so you can book a session and figure out a little bit more about what in the world is going on um, astrologically that may be causing some shifts and disruptions and gifts and what have you. Um, also, obviously these sessions give you an opportunity to tap more in to self and your own tendencies and energies. So we have a special discount, just email info at finding after 40.com. And in the subject line, put March and uh, we'll respond back and give you the special gift and link. Um, If you already got that email from me, make sure you book a session while it's discounted and we can tap in. We could do follow-up sessions if you've already done um, one session. So tap in. All right. So this week, usually when we do our hashtag Thursday Thrive, I kind of say a simple statement and then I have some reflection prompts. Well, today I'm just going to give you a quote and I just want you to gnaw on it. This particular quote is unknown. Um, so I cannot credit the person who wrote it, but I did not. So please know that. But as you are moving through your day, whether you're listening to this on actual Thursday, the day that we drop, or if you are listening to this much later or during the weekend, consider this quote. Cutting ties with people who hurt you isn't enough. You must also cut ties with the version of you who allowed the things or that ish to continue for as long as it did. I'm going to say this again. Cutting ties with people who hurt you isn't enough. You must also cut ties with the version of you who allowed that stuff to continue for as long as it did. So absorb that, take that in. And again, just get curious about that. See if that resonates or not, but it's just a quote to offer to you. All right, let's get into episode 29, Building Your Wealth, Mindset, and Wellness, an interview with Marcella Mullen-Williams. And we are back and I am excited this week because I will say this, I, having done this podcast now, we're only in our first season of this, but we're 20 plus, 30 plus maybe by time (laughs) this comes out, um, episodes into things. And most of the people, they have crossed my path and I have some type of relationship with. But today's guest, Marcella, hello. Hello. Today's guest, I don't know you. So this is good.
1: (laughs) It is good. (laughs)
0: We're gonna get to know each other in this next 30-40 minutes, and I'm excited based on what I've what I've heard about you, what I've read about you. Oh, don't worry, girl. It's good stuff, it's good stuff. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are special guests today, and I meant to ask you because I'm I'm a stickler about pronouncing people's correctly names correctly, Marcella Mullins. Am I saying yes. Mullen? Right. You are, yes, okay. yes. Marcella Mullen Williams is with us today, and um, like I said, I'm really super excited to dig into your story. Um, you are a legacy wealth builder, which I love. I love the 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 title, the um, concept of teaching people. Beyond just building their money for now, but you know, continuing a legacy and, and how, what that really means emotionally, which I think that's what I'm gleaming from the work that you do. So I'm I'm excited to to tap in to, to you today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's You're welcome.
0: Yeah. So I got I got lots of questions. I got lots of questions. But <laughs> <laughs> before we get into the questions, I'm gonna read something to you. And I just want you to sit back and kind of take it all in and then I'll I'll start with my questions after uh, after I read. So, Marcella Mullen Williams combines her passion for personal development and legacy building as a licensed behavioral financial advisor and the co-founder of Legacy Builder Group LLC, which is a holistic coaching and investment firm helping families build wealth with purpose. She's also a certified master mindset and cognitive behavioral coach, as well as a certified flexibility coach. Goodness. Yes. Completely holistic body, mind, because flexibility, I think we're referring to all kinds, yes. <laughs> not just not just the, the body. Um, she provides a scientific approach to mental and physical discipline that guides individuals to discovering their purpose for money and creating personal and financial freedom. Ultimately, Marcella's intention is simple, to teach you how to develop the behavior that will build your legacy. And by helping individuals secure the foundation of legacy building as it relates to finance, family, fitness, and faith, she is impacting generations. Right. Woo, whoo. All right, Marcella.
1: How did that feel hearing that being read to you? Uh, like I am doing what I was put on this earth to do.
0: Mm, I love it. I love it. Yes. So I love it. grateful,
1: and, just grateful.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, doing the work that you feel like you were being put, because so many people can't say that. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that
0: that is um that's a dream, or you know, it, it it's like, yeah, that would be nice. Um, and so I really want to tap into, and, and, and this is why I bring people like yourself to the podcast. So people understand this journey to that and that it wasn't, I'm assuming you didn't just pop up at 10 and say, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what I'm going to do. So I want to start a little bit early, you know, before this forties, cause you, and I do let like guests, if you want to share your age, feel free. You do not have to.
1: Okay. I have no problem showing my age, just to let you know. Okay. Well, share with us so we can have perspective. Yes. So I am 48. I am. So I'm at the tail end of the 40s. You
0: (laughs) you are. And I got a good question later for you, given that age. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So tell me a little bit about Marcella before your forties. You know, you said you, you feel really in alignment with your purpose when you look back in your twenties and thirties, what were you doing then, and and were you in alignment then as well, but maybe just not on this purpose?
1: Yeah, in my twenties, Marcella, you know, <laughs> the twenties was Mar Marcella was busy raising a family. Um, mm. You know, I was married by the time I was twenty-two and finished mm. having had two children by the time I was twenty-five. And oh wow. Yeah. So a part of me fulfilling my purpose was my mission as uh, a mother and wife. And I took Mm. it very seriously. And I was very intentional about raising raising purpose-driven thought leaders Mm. that would contribute to this world. Okay. Yes. So- I I had an old soul. Um, I think just kind of I was gonna up. say, Marcella, how did you know to do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there were just things I, I'm gonna be honest, you know, I was fortunate to be born into the family I was born into. Um, there were several contributing factors. I grew up in a home that was very centered around God and mm. not overly religious, mm. but just very centered around the relationship with God. Mm. And And then I also had um, just generations of women to look at who were also very intentional, um, who knew how to love Mm. and and to be and to have others feel that love. And I grew mm. up in the Caribbean. So I was born in Trinidad, raised in America. I was about
0: to say, I, I was about to say, <laughs> I don't know if that's American. I'm like, there's some other right. roots in there, giving yes. you that,
1: giving you that. But yeah, keep yes, going. ma'am, yeah. yes, ma'am, yes, it's a Caribbean root. So, uh, most of my family is still in Trinidad, um, mm. and so with my mother and my grandmother, and just hearing the stories, I know how fortunate I was, and so that legacy mindset for me started early. I knew mm-hmm. I had to continue to represent. And yeah. I I was fortunate. And growing up, I was a people watcher. That's a large reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now. I was a people mm-hmm. watcher. I was fascinated with what made people do the things they did. I, I think I was always a behavioralist, just like, why did they do that? Why did they say that? Why are they so emotional? Why, you know, I was, and I was that listener. And so emotional intelligence, before I even knew it was a thing, was something that I was interested in. And mm. so I think as a child, as a young person, not even knowing, but I was just highly emotionally intelligent. And mm-hmm. that is the reason I'm so grateful for that gift because it helped me navigate life and avoid a lot of the pitfalls that so many of my peers did.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I think that's, that's extremely, um, I mean, everything that you're saying is it it, all, you were built for this, you know, we're built for our purpose. And I think hearing you tell your story, the the thing is, is do we lean in to lean into that? You know, what, what allows us to be Yeah. Courageous enough. And it sounds like you've gotten, you know, you've had family roots to, to really help support you in that, you know, in yeah. that. So that's, that's awesome. Okay. So you're having yeah. a family. Be- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. And I'm I was gonna just going
1: to add, because I don't want to give the impression that, oh, I was on top of things and I had it all <laughs> together. No, I did. I mean, trust I was in my twenties. There were, I was still, <laughs> there still struggles, you know, there were yeah. things even as a teenager in twenties and all of that, you know, there were things I still had to learn and go through. But yeah. like you said, leaning into that was the thing Leaning into my purpose, understanding that I was here for a mission, a calling, allowed mm. me to, um, like I said, navigate through the challenges of life.
0: Yeah, right, right. I love it. And so, having children, having a family really young, what type? I mean, in your twenties, were you were you stay at home mom? Were you focused with kids and just nurturing that space, or were you also working at that time? Business wise, while mothering, what what was happening career wise, or was it really yeah. the focus on the kids?
1: Yeah, no. Um, so I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Uh, I've never worked for anyone outside of my family. In Are, my you life. Serious, yeah. Are you I serious, Marcella? Are you serious? I've never worked for anyone other than family. Wow. Yes. Wow. All right, keep going, <laughs> girl. Because that's that's awesome. It, it is again yeah. true blessing. But so I grew up in my parents' business. They had a graphic design and sign company. So I was, you know, doing office manager, then bookkeeper, and uh, handle a lot of things there until my brother and I uh, decided to start our own financial business just Mm. simply because we wanted to know more that legacy. Again, that legacy aspect is just gnawing at me and Mm -hmm. the financial component. You know, I felt like I had all this knowledge and especially with the family and the business, but even Mm -hmm. in business, just because you can run a business doesn't mean you understand everything that's going on financially. And I, and I was seeing that even with my parents, just like some things I was like, okay, is this planned out? Is this is this okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I started that business. And again, my kids were a part of, they were young. Um, I had my husband's support to mm-hmm. go through that process. And it was a lot, it was very challenging. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the 2008 came around and ooh, it yeah. hit very hard. Um, yeah. and, you know, it hit us very hard, but we were able to continue to grow little by little and um, and stay determined to stick to the path in right. that time period um, there was a pause i took because mm. there was something going on with my daughter that i started noticing and i noticed she needed me more and she mm. was some of her gifts were coming out and she started like find, she started making jewelry and i was like oh well if you mm. want to start a business Let's do that. <laughs> she started a business, wrote a book. Wow. It became a bestseller, became a speaker. Became Wait, how old was speaker. she? How, how old was she? She became an international speaker at 13. She did her TED talk at 13. Oh, she did it. She did a TED talk. At 13.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yes.
1: Wow. And I became suddenly became a momager. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she, um, and I was traveling the world with her as people were hiring her to speak on stages around the world. And yeah, so there was the combination of family and business. And, you know, it was an adventure, but it was a part of this process. And I was, you know, there's a time and a season for everything under the sun. And there was this pause for me. Mm -hmm. And it was time to really so into this vessel, my daughter. And so Mm -hmm. I have a son also, he's a little older. And the whole family was kind of involved with this process. But in that season, I was focused on helping her in this gift um, that God clearly Mm -hmm. was showing me. But along the way, always being mindful to not lose me in the Mm -hmm. process. And to make this about her not to try to live vicariously through her, not to make it about me in any way, but to simply mm. support and serve. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, she she's still doing her thing. She's 22 now. And <sighs> she's, she's been in the game a decade. She's She has. She has. It's been amazing, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. she Yeah. She had a lot of she got a lot of recognition and it was a it was a wonderful season. Wow.
0: Okay. So you have said a lot that I'm like, Ooh, the, 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 the counselor and coach and me like really now wants to like dig in because you know, your energy from just hearing that story of, of really just trusting, trusting intuition and trusting that this is the, this is okay. Trusting that while I'm having to maybe let go of a bit of what I'm doing in order to really nurture my daughter, I guess I have two two follow-up questions, you know, how, because a lot of people will feel that, but don't know how to trust it. Mm. Don't know how to like, I hear it, I feel my gut, but I got this, I got that, I got this, I got that. What is it for you that you think allowed you or even allows in present day you to really trust what the spirit is telling, because a lot of people feel the spirit, but they don't move in it. And I think that's a tough, that's a tough yes. spot for people. I don't know, Do you have the, the magic formula? Because I mean,
1: <laughs> no, that's a great question. And all I could do is share, you know, my, what it was for me, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah, for me, and I believe it's the same for most people. It's just hmm. being clear and confident. It goes back to what I've been saying, being clear and confident about what you are put on this earth to do. Mm, and mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, here's this one thing to do. Th- there you go. And that's it. But there's there's like connecting the things that connect. There's like a stream that you're on. And as mm. long as you know you're on that, the right stream, then there may be a little stop here and a stop there. But you can know you right. can get back on. You know right. you're on the right path. And I was clear, I think being clear going into marriage, um, even being very selective of who I married because he needed mm-hmm. to be able, and my husband knew this when we were dating, he needed, he was like it was like an interview for him. I was clear on the kind of children I needed to raise. I needed a partner that could you know, could match that that yeah. responsibility. So I had clarity um in. Being able to go on this path. So when you have certain clarity, then there's less doubt. When you understand Uh what you want, what you're doing, who you are, there's less Uh doubt and regret when you're in those areas. Yes, Uh there sometimes there's questions, but just hold fast to the fact that you are doing what you feel called to do, and it will eliminate so much doubt in your life.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I think
1: that's what's important. That's what I love about young people. You know, I mm-hmm. we I think we we have these expectations of young people that they are just supposed to have fun and th- you don't actually need to start thinking about this till you're an adult. Mm. And I th- I think that's a mistake when we do that.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. My, my partner, he and I talk a lot about this is do you let kids be kids and just kind of explore, or do you let them, you know, I have two sons as well. And, you know, do you kind of have them push a little bit more toward their purpose or identify that um, at a younger age? And so my partner, and he's been on the show, his name is Barry. He's all of what you just said, like, no, you know, they need to, start really tapping into that purposeful self because they have it, you know, when they're young, we have it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. As I raised my two, you know, sons, you know, you kind of want them to play explore. Um, but I will say now that my son is, I have one that's 20 and one that's 16. They're in a different space. Also, obviously, um, generation that I was, you know, in. And so I do think that they have a little more freedom, a little more space, a little bit more accessibility, to, to tap into that. So I have been pushing more for them to really lean into what is it that they feel? What is their, you know, what, what are they drawn mm-hmm. to as opposed to just, well, if you go to school, you get this grade, you get this, this, you know, so um, yeah. you, what you're just saying as far as that clarity. Yeah. yeah. I agree. 3 million percent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because then the fear, because when you're clear, you, I mean, it's like, yeah, there's this with it, but I'm so clear and so, um, which creates a commitment to, to something. Um, it, 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 you, you allow the challenge to be more for the moment of the challenge and not, not
1: take you over. Yes. Uh, yes. And you know what fun and play and all of that can be involved as well. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. Yeah. It yeah. has to be. You're right. It absolutely has to be, you know? Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's, what's going to get me to my next question, but I, I, I got to find out because, you know, I mentioned the different things that you do and, um, you, you mentioned about, you know, going into business with your brother and you guys starting to, you know, do things now that you, once you hit that 40 mark, what, in terms of career, was there a big shift that you noticed that you needed to get more into after kind of this 40 life, or have you been kind of doing this and you just, you started in your thirties and it's just kind of carried itself through. Did, did 40 signal something different for you to shift in your career?
1: So I'll tell you this, <laughs> cause you're going to find this funny. I remember okay. on my 30th birthday, I told myself it was my 30. I remember I was in my brother's house and I said, ah, just 10 more years till I'm 40. <laughs> I <laughs> I could in a not, happy way. And like, a ha- you couldn't wait. I could not wait to be 40. I don't know why, but in my mind, 40 represented this freedom, that mm. this release that it just doesn't quite happen in the 30s. Remember, I'm a people watcher here. And I'm just mm-hmm. noticing yeah. things about people at different stages of their life. And mm-hmm. pe- what all that told me, again, I couldn't tell you exactly what it was telling me, but it's, it was signaling something to me that said, oh, wait a minute. At 40, you just don't care. <laughs> like, you just, like whatever i'm doing me like that's what yeah messaging 40 was telling me so i turned 30 and i said i'm on my way and i, <laughs> and I, did, and I didn't neglect my 30s but i just okay i was play. gonna say so what'd you do for a decade no i'm just playing but yeah <laughs> i know right it sounds like it's like okay she didn't even care about her 30s <laughs> like i was still raising kids <laughs> yeah yeah and, and you know being there and growing the business but no so when 40 I think the shift started happening because when my daughter started her business, um, I was in, I was about 36 or, you know, mid, Mm -hmm. mid 30 range. So Mm -hmm. at that point I was fully committed and, you know, fully consumed by this whirlwind that was happening in our lives. Um, And when, but here's the thing, my husband, and I always had a rule that when they turned 18, especially for me. When I turned, when they turn 18, I was reclaiming my time. Yeah. It, well, okay, you've got till 18. <laughs> I'm putting it have all in. I am the same in. way.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, and you know what? A lot of parents, that's changing a lot, you know? And my kids are like, but mom, my friends, they said that they get." I'm like, no, 18, baby. We, they, we on another trajectory at that <laughs> point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same page here. we're on the yeah. same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I just I so if, from when that that was the changing point um hmm. when they turned 18. So yeah I just I was in my early early 40s okay. and and it was there was still a lot going on. Um, my daughter and I had started uh youth entrepreneurship and leadership organization so we were mentoring and helping other parents and and their kids and but once she turned 18 she went to college Mm -hmm. and we that so in 2019 this is when things really changed because it wasn't like i turned 40 and Mm -hmm. everything changed right but it was a transition and it Mm -hmm. really wasn't until 45 that it hit and everything Uh changed okay Okay. and it was my 45th birthday um can i
0: ask when your 45th birthday are you do you yes. mind sharing oh, yes
1: yes so 2019
0: 2019. It was. What's what's your actual birthday? Because I've been very curious and I'm like, her energy, what is her birthday?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, yes. September 2019.
0: I I was going to say, I should try to guess. Okay, Libra. Interesting. Yes, Libra. Okay, okay, all right. All right, Libra, (laughs) yes.
1: Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, so it was my 45th birthday and I woke up with a migraine that morning Mm. and it was just something I dealt with regularly. I'd get about to anywhere from two to four uh, a month. And I was dealing with chronic fatigue. Yeah, and they were bad migraines. And um, I was with chronic fatigue, just always exhausted. And that I've experienced since I was young. Since I was the kind of kid that would come home from school and take a nap. And so I've had that most of my life. But on my 45th birthday, when I woke up with that migraine, I said, no more. I am sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Mm. And something had to change. And I, I started changing. I started changing my diet. And I received, I like to call it a download of clarity mm-hmm. that I needed a shift, a mental shift that can only be done through a physical challenge. Mm. So on my 45th birthday, I decided to focus on flexibility and I gave myself a split challenge to be able to do a full split Lateral, the the long split. An actual body physical split. Okay. An actual body physical split. I've never been able to do that. I've never been uh, naturally flexible. As a matter of fact, in high school, I auditioned for palms. It's like a cheerleader, but it's like more of the dance one. Palms. Uh And during the audition, I had to do the the lateral split. I believe that's what it's called, the front ones. And I pulled my hamstring trying to do that, going all the way down. And I said, oh, this is not for me. (laughs) (laughs) And that was at 17. Here I am at 45, feeling the need for this physical challenge in my life. Yeah. And I thought I can get it done. So that was September. I thought I would get it done by summer. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'll be able to do a split by summer and be cute. And... (laughs) No, 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 no. no. By, by that time, I was nowhere near the ground. It took me <laughs> 21 months to accomplish wow. that goal of consistent stretching, learning my body, learning how to breathe, learning what mm-hmm. to eat, learning how to take mm. how much rest I needed. I got mm-hmm. to know myself in such an intimate way that I never had before. I got to understand what my limits were, how far I can yeah. push myself, how much yeah. I needed to be pushed. I was completely transformed as a person, mind, body, and spirit.
0: Wow. Marcella, okay, listen, all right, I got to give you, because we don't know each other personally, so you know I'm about to, like, call you after this interview, no, <laughs> Um, no, because you, you know, you tapped into the mind bodies, you know, how this all very profoundly connects and that by giving the physical challenge, the body, the spirit, the soul has to follow suit and has to support and they all have to work, you know, kind of in a dance. And though. Again, your tenacity. I think this is what I'm really gleaming from mm-hmm. hearing you. Your your tenacity and your fortitude. And not in that way. You know, I think we have to be careful as black women. I don't love saying, oh, you know, you're a strong black woman. I actually really uh-huh. can't stand that term. Uh-huh. Because to me, it doesn't give us enough permission permission to sit in our fragility, to sit in yes. our um vulnerability and and all of those things. I do though like the name of tenacity and fortitude because they suggest yeah. moments of this ain't good. <laughs> like this is this is hard. Yes. Um, so okay, so you said it took you 21 months. Why didn't you quit? <sighs> what made That's, yeah especially after the summer when it was like, well I ain't this if it ain't happened now, I would have been like, well if, this is as good as the split gets, but uh-huh. why didn't you quit?
1: I think it goes back to what we've been talking about the entire time uh, about understanding why you're doing something, understanding the value. And this is as a behavioral financial advisor, this is what I constantly teach people that your your brain has to attach a value to any goal in order to make it worthy of pursuing. And when I say the The actual value, like we can look in our trash can, right? I'm looking at my trash can and I'm seeing envelopes and just paper that at one point was valuable, like an envelope that carried the mail, you know, may have carried the check in it that that is now a bank account, but it was valuable at a a time because it got it safely here. When something no longer keeps its value, we toss it aside, Mm -hmm. just like we do Mm -hmm. that, just like I did that envelope. Mm -hmm. And But when you understand and you hold on to that value, that's what keeps you going with anything you do. And for me, first of all, setting the challenge, I knew it wasn't just, oh, I want to be able to do a split. That's fun. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. It was, oh, wait a minute. This is something I need to do for a reason. I may not be clear on what it is, but for most of my life, they're just things I need to do for a reason. And I was in, I, I just, I try to really stay in tune spiritually um, mm-hmm. because none of this that we see is what matters, is what exactly. the reality is. So exactly. staying in tune spiritually is for my guidance, my next step, my next orders is very important for me. So I knew that that was my next order. And I didn't need to know what, why, and what the end result was. I trusted it. And nice. so when the time came, I was already developing very challengingly. So the the mental discipline. Mm-hmm. It's clear there are two things I was not before this challenge. I was not disciplined. <laughs> really, because
0: I'm like you've been disciplined your whole life, Marcella. But you're saying no, not <laughs> no.
1: Only that's the other thing. Again, we are only disciplined. And the things we see value in, like yeah. like someone, will, yeah. I have these conversations about people who say, "Oh, I'm not disciplined," or "I'm a procrastinator," and I'm like, "Well, look at the areas that you are struggling in, and then look at the areas that you're not struggling with those things in, and see what the difference yeah. is." Yeah. So yeah. I didn't think I was disciplined. Oh, I was very disciplined when it came to my family and my kids. And yeah, although, you know. But I also married someone that was extremely disciplined. And when I, I knew he would have me when I was slack and he knows I was being a mommy. I was like, oh, but, but, and he, you know, oh, but they're just babies. He's like, no, 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 you said that we need to do, okay. He would step in. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't always, it was us. It wasn't just me, but in this situation, it was just me. And Mm. I had to, for the first time, truly do something that required full discipline internally. Mm-hmm. And that was developing. So by the time that point came where I didn't quite reach the goal, mm-hmm. there was not a world that I lived in in which me accomplishing that split was not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, yeah. It was like, I, uh-uh.
1: Yes, I don't care how long it's going to take. It could be five years. I can, five years from now, it's right. going to happen because I'm going to consistently stick to this. And yes. it's going to happen. It doesn't matter when anymore. Because you know I was what? I,
0: I want to put a pin right what you just said, because I, I think particularly with our physical challenges, when we think of weight management and, you know, when those things that are more apparent that we want to change mm-hmm. and people so badly want to give it a time frame so badly. Okay. In five months, by the time that wedding, by the time summer hits, you know, I'm going to have this body or I'm going to have, but, We have to release that because time, in my opinion, time is a bit of an illusion, honestly. So um, if we can let go of that and just value like what you're saying, being literally in the moment of, of watching how these other things are playing out. Then, yeah. then you, then, then like you said, you get more committed to the goal or the thing that you're really wanting for yourself. You value yeah, the value shifts, but when we put time, cause now we're racing, <laughs> like we're racing against the clock, you know, mm-hmm. and now our brain gets, you know, I think that happens. I think people lose, lose focus because they don't see the win. because I haven't met these, you know, and we're so, we're so wired in our society to meet line timelines and deadlines. So, um, I love that. Yeah. Oof girl okay listen our time I'm looking I'm like it cannot already be 30 minutes
1: that I have talked to her I know it's All crazy. Right.
0: Oh my gosh okay we have to and I'm really serious about this you know we have to bring you back because what you're saying and, and given the work you do, I think it would be really wonderful to do an episode where you really give, you know, some strategies and methods and ways because this is this is the thing is that people, they, you know, especially after 40, we're, you know, we, we've we experienced life. Like, we, it's not like, oh, I just woke up today. Yes. It's typically not the what. It's like, yeah, I, I got it. It's the how. It's the how. Yes. And, and a lot of times it's not even the why. It's like, yeah, I get it. I know why, blah, blah, blah. My life, I should be doing la, la, loo, or I want but the how becomes so lost and so i think you yeah. know what you've just shared in your story you've given so much of of the why the how you know the when um so so okay so because of time i we have yeah. to tap into what it is you do and tell us more about your business and and this idea of a behavioral financial advisor. Like I, I love, I mean, cause I am, I am a student of the mind and the soul. So, yes. um, you know, combining yes. our ability to really understand the mindset of money mm-hmm. is to me is just so huge. So tell us more about your company, what it is you do. Um, and then how can people, if they, if this really intrigues them, you know, how they could get in touch.
1: Sure. Yeah. I, uh, so legacy builder group, LLC is our company, uh, and you read off the bio in the beginning. So it knows a holistic yeah. investment firm. And yeah. so my brother and I, again, starting this company younger, um, you know, when we were in our, I guess, I'm trying to remember the early 30s or. Okay. And so
0: it's been around for a while. So yes, this isn't yes. a new venture. Yeah. No, okay.
1: no. We've been around <laughs> for, I think, about 14 years now. Oh, awesome. And yes. And um, so, and so, but I really found, I found my calling in my 40s. Again, even in business, you know, in this business. Yeah. So tapping in, uh, I the split challenge actually led to me actually pursuing this FINRA designation. Mm, uh, okay. Because, again, this developing the clarity of what I want, how I want to operate in life, and then the discipline and fortitude and to go, you know, get to it and get it done. And yeah. um, so I, I, we had always been coaching. So it's been a holistic coaching and investment firm. We do everything from t- traditional financial planning, um, okay. retirement planning, college planning. You know, we create comprehensive plans for our clients mm-hmm. and um, and system and asset management and all of that. Uh, but okay. through through that, we've always had a coaching process of education. Uh, it's mm-hmm. you know, clients say, we trust you. No, no, that's nice that you trust us, but you need to know what's
0: happening. You need to happening. know yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know yeah. What's yeah. Happening. It's scary. Listen, Marcella, it is. It's, I'm in the process now of re-completely. I'm I have a financial coach now. <laughs> so you. I you know, yeah, of really but, and you think that you, just when you think you've got it, something happens. It's like, yes. I don't, I don't got it. Yes. <laughs> it's
1: a constant battle. It's a constant, yeah. it's a constant process. And I think yeah. what was, you know, so much research has been done to, especially when it comes to savings and investment behavior, so much research has been done that at this point, it can clearly show that what truly harms our, our, portfolio and our ability to generate wealth is our behavior. Mm. How we respond to the various economic climates that happen in our lives. That's what does it. And what as a behavioral financial advisor is a combination of traditional finance, neuroscience, and psychology. So right. I wanted to go to school for psychology. I grew up in a family business and my parents were like Trinidadian parents. They said, no, you have to go to school for business. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. No, <laughs> you go to school for business. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I loved business yeah. too. So I did that, but yeah. I've always had the passion for psychology. So now being able to combine um, both loves and or all the loves and, and I'm a neuro geek as well. Uh, like you said, <laughs> total mindset geek. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you're probably like, I was reading those books before I even started on this academic path. And I was like, Oh, when I was on during the course, I was like, I do half of the stuff because I don't I know. Right. Exactly. It. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. That was a huge part of what I do and just really coaching people and helping people to overcome, um, money blocks and traumas mm-hmm. and all the mm-hmm. things that hold them back. Just the same way I had to deal with my money trauma. I had to get a money coach. I still have a money coach. It helped me overcome my traumas that I dealt mm. with. So
0: I'm so glad you said that because I think people think coaches don't, they got it all, you know, and especially the way that you've, you know, you've beautifully told your story. And I, I want people, you've also really emphasized, no, this, there's been, there's been stuff. It's just y'all we have we don't have so much time. But exactly. she, Yes, that's why we got to do a part 2. We you know, we yes. are human, but the but I think the light is, you know, obviously when you're, you know, what we've been talking about all along is when you know your par- purpose and you have that clarity and you mm-hmm. do different things to nurture that, like learn how to get or discipline yourself to be able to do the splits you know uh, that that the, what and not understanding what the physical challenge is doing to the mind yes. um then those things that are challenging or are low they they just are for what they are they don't yes. dictate the whole journey that's yes. yeah
1: yeah. yeah. Ah well
0: awesome. All right. Okay. I can only because we're gonna have to wrap up. I, I will know. say this in our bonus, in our bonus, I am gonna ask you maybe to give a little bit of some some coaching tips for people. I'm gonna I'll pose kind of a scenario, something that I find common of people after 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm hearing okay. more amongst. Um so if y'all want to hear that, you gotta join us, you gotta join our Patreon um so that you can hear her. My scenario and and some financial tips, but um, definitely, if someone wants to work with you, um, how do they have to be? Can they be anywhere in the world? Given kind of the way the world works now, or is the licensing or training something, whatever, something that they really kind of have to be local? How how can they work with you if they want to work with you?
1: Yeah, well, they would have to uh, be in the United States, or not even physically be in the United States. Just as far as Mm -hmm. um, what what we manage is U.S. dollars. Um, So as long as they have a U.S. bank account or financial accounts, then we can work with them anywhere in the world. Um, And we do operate virtually. We've been working virtually far long before the pandemic. I think for all (laughs) at least 10, yeah, about 10 of those years, we've been virtual
0: Oh wow! clients around the
1: world. So yes, um, you can reach out to me. Um, I usually offer obviously a free consultation and for your people. Uh, for your listeners, a free values yeah. assessment because oh. we talk about values. I help people to kind of understand what their core values are and how they relate to their money behavior. I love and it. I, I love it. I love yeah. it.
0: So, do who do they contact to? to I guess redeem this free value yes. assessment, which y'all better need. Listen, yes, we all. And I think at this age, we have to do a reset because this is a different yes. stage.
1: Yes. Yes. Every stage, every life event, I recommend it to go through that process. So you can reach out to me at marcellamwilliams.com. That's so okay. both at Marcella M Williams.com. And I am also all over social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. It's easy to find me with Marcella M. Williams or Marcella Mullen. Williams. Mullen is a unique name. So my whole name yeah. is pretty, all combine. <laughs> you can find me.
0: <laughs> yes. I love it. This has been this has been wonderful. I, I have two more questions and then we're going to go to our bonus round. Okay. Um What now that you're 48, what are you looking most forward to looking now? You got 50 girl. It's right around the corner. So just like you were like, I can't wait. Like what, what are you looking forward to at this stage?
1: I am looking forward to, um, just, I I say this way, just God's grand capabilities through me. Mm. Like all that, all the stretching has expanded me, and I just want to be used more. How else can I serve um, in ways that I can't even think of? And so oh, I wow. just keep leveling up. That's what I said. I just want to keep leveling, leveling That's up. Leveling yeah. up, yeah. Yeah.
0: And do you do you offer the stretching? Like, do are you also a trainer? If someone wants to learn how to do that too and, and need to be coached through that process. Is that also a part of what you do outside of the legacy wealth building?
1: Yes. Yeah, so at Marcella and you will see a link there for a course that I call flexibility freedom. Cause me, it is about, I freedom. am taking
0: it girl. <laughs> I'm taking it. I yes. am. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm really inflexible. I think the taller you are, the harder I just, and I don't know how mm-hmm. tall you
1: are, but how tall I'm are six, you? Um, I am six, six and a half. Go under six, seven. five, six and a half. Five, five. five. Thank you. Like, Girl, I
0: was about to say, Really? Five, no wonder.
1: Six <laughs> in my mind.
0: <mouth>. Five, six <laughs> I was about
1: to say, Girl, that's why I was so hard. Do yeah, you know, <laughs> Oh, so you, you have like long legs? You have long yeah, legs?
0: Yeah. So, so my background, uh, so career wise, I practiced physical therapy for almost 20 years. So I was a physical no. therapist for many years. Um, and I'm also a certified health coach. Um, and then I have a oh, master's yeah. in counseling. So I, I have kind of this love of, of body science, but also really, you know, the mind. Yeah. But yes, height, the longer you and this is why like for basketball players and so forth, like you'll see them kind of trying to stretch a little bit. It's it's hard. It's just because the muscle has a longer way that it path that it has to stretch out. And so the longer yeah. that it has to do it, it, it has it has a longer you know width that it has to go to yeah. or length that it has to go before it can it's pulling at both ends and so it's usually it's just a harder thing people who tend to be a little shorter they tend to have even, no matter what weight or size, it's just because the length of the muscle, it's the, the, the muscle length. So a lot sense. of people will say, oh, well, I'm this heavy. And I guess like, yeah, but height can also really play into it depending, yes. I mean, some people are just more flexible. They just naturally, uh, you know, have are more flexible. But I say, if you are having a struggle with your flexibility and you are on the taller side, you're
1: going to nah. really have to work at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have long legs. so I'm, I'm mostly yeah. legs. <laughs>
0: See, that's that's fine. Yeah. yeah. You I mean that that's a piece of it. The other piece is everything you just, <laughs> just right. described. Because I give up. It's like, whoa, I'm like an inch down. Oh well, I guess. <laughs> but um definitely we will go to your website. Um, you guys please check out her website because one, obviously the the free value assessment, but if you also want to literally, I love this idea of challenging your body so that your mindset mm-hmm. is shifting as well. Um, I know I'm gonna tap in. I'm going to tap in. I love, Wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Our last song. Our last song. Well, this is a question about a song. So I'm an artist as well. So this is why I add this to the mix. Yes. Um, Music. We interview mus- musicians and artists, creatives, dancers, filmmakers who are over 42. Um, but for you, if you had to state a theme song, a song that keeps you motivated, that keeps you um, feeling alive, it could be, I know mm-hmm. that can be hard for people who love music, but mm-hmm. it, could be, it could be something today that's doing that or just something that whenever it comes on,
1: you love it. What would be your theme song? So, you know, it recently changed for me because I do keep a theme song. And the last few years has mm-hmm. been level up. By, mm-hmm. just, uh-huh. but But at this stage that I'm entering into, it's been focused around, I was here, Beyonce. And um, it's, it's such a powerful song, you know, it's like, I want to leave my yeah. footprints on the sands of time, you know, that yeah. there was something, someone that I left behind. And for me, it's not about having the world know I was here, but it's making sure that my predecessors know that I was mm-hmm. here, like mm-hmm. my grandkids and great grand and everyone will know why they're able to do the things that they're able to do yes. because yes. I was here. And I did, yes. and I laid the foundation for them it's the way my mother yes. and my grandmother did for me. Yeah.
0: I love that. That's really, thank you for that. I've, I've written this song and thank you for that explanation, because I think we have to remember that when we tell our stories, that helps. that helps the generations understand the power of their bloodline, the power of their people, what they're inclined to do, you know, you know, you want to know these things. And I think as black people, like this is an area that's really hard for us. It's really, really hard for us to know the stories, not beyond just the stories of our, you know, people outside, but the stories literally of our, even sometimes immediate family, just, just our mother, just our father. So, you know, I love that you said that. And I hope that people, you know, keep that in mind, not just about wealth building in terms of the things, but also what it took, who was that person? Who was that ancestor as a person? Were they kind? Were they compassionate? Were they more hard? Were they more, you know, understand that because you have that into you too.
1: So mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And when I'm on next time, I'll talk to them about the family, my family crest and how we began uh, to do that. In our family. <laughs>
0: that's why I said we got to bring you back. We got to bring you back. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this has been, I I love it. I love when I meet women and people who not only have obviously compelling stories, but um, who are just really open to, to giving the ins and outs of it, you know, and, and also standing, you know, honestly listening to you, Marcella, there's so much, I felt so much pride and so much, um, What's the feeling? I, pride is the best word that's coming in my mind. I think sometimes we want to shudder. It's like, well, I did this, but you know, it wasn't, it's like, no girl, I did. I've done this. We've, I've never worked for anybody else. This has really been, and I think standing in standing in our power. I really got a mm, sense of that. Mm. And so thank
1: you. Thank you for, yeah. for
0: bringing that. Yeah.
1: Appreciate that. Thank you for receiving that.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. We're going to go to our bonus, but this will end. We will end here for those who are listening on the audio podcast. So if you want to see Marcella, she's beautiful. Yes. On top of all this, she's beautiful as well. Beautiful smile. And I love your background on your video. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love her background. Anyway. So if you want to see all the things, go ahead and go over to patreon.com slash finding your voice. Join any tier. And you get access to the videos as well as what we're about to do, our bonus content. So we will be back next week. And uh, you guys take care. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag findingyourvoiceafter40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.